What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I am your host, Shamari Stewart, joined as always by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what is up? Yeah, what's up, Shamari? Another uh, another week uh, in the Star Wars universe. Uh, we have a lot of interesting things to talk about. A couple of uh, you know movies, some Disney Plus stuff, um, and obviously we have a couple episodes of Star Wars Clone Wars to recap. So. Uh, that should be interesting, kind of wrapping up the uh, Ahsoka Tano arc, if you're not, uh, if you have been watching, obviously, if you haven't, uh, should get on that, but um, kind of, you know, we'll recap everything that's gone on with that as we head into the next arc of Star Wars Clone Wars, but um, a lot of interesting things to get to, Shamari, but uh should be an interesting show. Yeah, yeah, should be, definitely be an interesting one. Um, I did just want to give a, a, a quick, uh, shout out to, uh, Mr. Andrew Jack, who, um, played, uh, Major Emat in the, uh, sequel trilogy of the Star Wars, um, Star Wars movie franchise, and he was a dialect coach for Star Wars, as well as many other, um, many other well, uh, or highly regarded, uh, movie franchises. He has passed away. Um, due to the coronavirus, um, so I did want to just give a solemn, um, you know, uh, just kind of, you know, pay my respects in that way because, um, you know, we're all, you know, we're all in this together, uh, you know, including us Star Wars fans as well, um, and, uh, you know, what uh, Star Wars has been able to do with, even with that character as well, um, I've enjoyed, but, you know, uh, it's just very, very sad always when, when someone that's worked on these movies and really anybody, but especially someone that's worked on these movies, of course, as Star Wars fans, is very, very sad. And, um, you know, just wanted to pay my respects to him. Um, but all right. So going into our first topic. Uh, so we did get some news. It's potentially very big news. So we're getting uh, rumors and hearing things about uh, Ahsoka Tano um, or or. Yes, basically Ahsoka Tano, but uh, being played by Rosario Dawson, possibly getting a having a multi multi series deal. Uh, so she's going, she would appear in the Mandalorian, but possibly have her own show, um, as well as possibly appearing in Cassian Andor. Um, so this is something that's um, uh, coming from. Would that uh, make any sense? Well, I'll let you know. Well, it's coming from um, the direct. Uh, but it is being picked up by comicbook.com and other sources as well. Yeah, Jeremy Conrad from uh, mm-hmm. uh, MTU Cosmic mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. on Twitter. So he said that uh, he got a source that has been 100%, he claims, on uh, Disney mm-hmm. Plus scoops that said that they have a, a spinoff series in very, very early development. So okay. so yes, Multiple is, sources. Yeah, know? multiple people, multiple sources coming out and saying this. Um uh, so this is very fascinating, uh, Kendall. What now? What were you saying wouldn't possibly make sense? <laughs> well, I guess what I meant was, you know, you mentioned the Cassian Andor show, yeah, uh, and her take her being in that. When does Cassian Andor take place? I don't I know. Likely take, take place has to take place before Rogue One. Yeah, has to of course. Yeah, which would take place before. That's pre episode four. It's pre episode four. I mean, but, the gap between episodes, you know, uh, six and, and so or, or gap between episodes three and it's four. Uh, yeah, we don't know how how long is that gap? It's like twenty twenty something, like twenty six years or so. Between three and four. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, so it's possible. Never mind. I was, I was just wondered if, like, if Ahsoka, like, if Rosario Dawson would be too old to play Ahsoka. But nah. She'd be fine. I, I, I'm just thinking about Rebels and... First, I was thinking, like, is Cassian and going to take place in right. episode three? Actually, no, it's not 26 years. It's, um, it's like, uh, you know, between three, because three, Luke is born, and then in episode four. Right, so it's like 18 years. Or yeah, something like that, yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, so it's possible. It's possible. I, like, she's still probably. Yeah, I don't know why I was thinking the sequel trilogy got. Right, yeah, right, right. <laughs> but <laughs> she's—I mean, she's probably a little older to play Ahsoka in that time period, you know. I but yeah, you can pull it off. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think she's the right age to play her in, you know, a post episode six story, right? Or even something that takes place during the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A- after bef- any stuff much before that, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, but it, again, a lot of makeup anyway. Like a lot, yeah. of, probably some CGI involved. Maybe some CGI involved. <laughs> so like, you can make her look younger. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, they definitely have their work cut out for them in terms of CGI. But um, but hey, I mean, I think it's possible. Um, I mean, I agree in that I don't know. Like, I don't know how much of a role she should play, and how much that would just be fan service. Because I mean, is Ahsoka like actually engaging with Cassian Endor? And, like, do they really... I mean, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, wow, the galaxy's that small, you know? To where Ahsoka has a relationship with Cassian Andor. It's like, the whole thing of everyone being connected in such a large galaxy with so many people. So it's kind of unbelievable. <laughs> but, um, I mean, hey, that's something they wanted to do. Either way, honestly, my takeaway from this is... Where there, there's a couple of things. This is going to be extremely major for... Uh, Rosario Dawson and her career, because uh, she would if she's in the Mandalorian, which everyone's watching. If she's playing a Jedi in the Mandalorian, right? Um, Someone who's becoming the face of uh, Star Wars and Disney. Face Fox. of Star Wars, and, besides Baby Yoda. Yeah, besides Baby Yoda, <laughs> <laughs> but the face of Star Wars on Disney Plus. Yeah. You know, and she was she's coming in as a Jedi. Yeah. One of the but, most beloved Jedi. Um, if I mean, you turn on is, Disney Plus. One of the first things you see is Clone Wars with Ahsoka. Exactly. Right now. Like, huge name. Yeah. You know, now you have her in live action form with, I wouldn't maybe say an A-list actor, but a B-list actress. You know, like, that's, that's, uh, that's going to be huge. Especially on Disney+. Plus. And yeah. like I said, when she debuts on The Mandalorian, people are going to be like, whoa, that's Rosario Dawson, and she's playing the girl from Star Wars at Clone Wars? Like, that's kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah, that would, that would, I think this could make her a household name, potentially. Especially if she gets multiple shows on Disney Plus and they're good, that could make this could make her like a household name and just kind of catapult her career to who knows unknown heights. Um, so this could be huge for her. This could be huge for Dave Filoni as well. This is Dave Filoni's character, and I would assume that if she's getting her own series, that that's something that he will be working on, like um, in a, some kind of major capacity. He's not the showrunner. He's probably working on directing Dude. multiple episodes, writing multiple episodes, right. I would imagine. So this would be very, very big for him as well. Um, and it would just be big for Ahsoka as a character. I mean, it would, go, it, it would basically take her from just animated to immediately to live action to probably people wanting a movie at some point. Right. 
Um, so this is uh, huge, and Mandalorian also is already movie quality. So I mean, I'm guessing these other shows will also be movie quality if they go through. Do we think this? Do we think that she should show up in Obi Wan? Or that she will show up in Obi Wan? I think that would make more sense than her showing up in casting in Andor. I agree. <laughs> um, I agree very much. I don't need. I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I I kind of have to see how she is in the Mandalorian. We know we're going to see her in the Mandalorian, or we believe we're going to see her in the Mandalorian. I want to see what she's like in the Mandalorian. Would would it be consistent with what we saw in Rebels for her to have interacted with Obi Wan in Obi Wan before Rebels? Because and them not have any conversation about what happened to Anakin. Where's Anakin? And Obi Wan says, uh, "I can't tell you. I don't know." I mean, maybe, maybe that's how it just played out, but I don't know. That would seem kind of weird. Yeah, that's a good point. That 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 would that would be an awkward interaction. <laughs> You're you right. Know, if they interacted in the Obi Wan show, and they never mentioned and they Anakin, never mentioned Anakin, or there's some, that would be an interaction that that people would. Because by the time she shows in Rebel, she doesn't know. She has no idea where Anakin is. Um, so yeah, that that would be something that would have to be discussed. I mean, I think you could do it, but it would it would. I mean, we would know that the outcome would be disappointing because she wouldn't find out. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, if they want to do it, they can do it. Yeah. But, I mean, the question is, do they want to do that? Right. And is that an interaction I even need, I even need to see because I know that he's not going to tell her. Right. So, it's interesting. It's very interesting stuff to consider. Um, and also, mm-hmm. not to spoil what we saw in the Clone Wars, we'll get to that later, but do we think that there is a little bit of a... Uh, or maybe we should just talk about this when we get to the Clone Wars. Yeah, you can bring it up when we get to the Clone yeah, Wars. Yeah, we bring it up when we get to the Clone Wars. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, so Rosario Dawson is rumored to have a multi, multi-series deal. It's very exciting stuff. I hope it's true, personally. Um, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of Rosario Dawson. I love what she's done um, in the uh, or while she was in the while the Netflix Marvel shows were had their own universe. I enjoyed her in that. I enjoy her as as Wonder Woman as well now in the DC animated movies. So I think she's very talented. I'm I I'm looking forward to seeing her uh, as Ahsoka Tano if these rumors are indeed true. Uh, we shall see what happens with that. Uh, so next, I did want to uh, bring up some more rumors. So there's more rumors regarding Disney Plus and series that may or may not appear on Disney Plus. So. There is there are rumors going around that we're getting a potentially getting a Lando, uh, t- uh, Disney Plus show. Which these rumors, honestly, regarding Lando on Disney Plus, have been circulating for several months now. So it's not something that is necessarily brand new. I believe we, we've probably talked about it at one yeah, point or another. I think pretty much since Disney Plus was announced. <laughs> yeah, like, since well, before Lando. it was even yeah, since before Disney Plus even launched, people were talking about a possible Lando series. But we're getting more rumors about a Lando series. Um, now, these rumors are coming from uh, First Lords of the Long Box. Um, YouTube channel, shout out to Lords of the Long Box. Look, yeah, those guys, they have, a, they have a real following. They have a real uh, yeah, People consider network, them man. real scoopers now. So, um, shout, I do, out, shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them. I, I, I mean, I don't know what they have. I don't know what credit they've, they've, you know, they've accumulated, what equity they've accumulated in terms of, like, scoops. You know, have, what have what news have they, have they broken? I don't right. know. 
Uh, I'm not saying that. Lawrence of the Long Box. We have new generation podcast network has no beef with you. We have no, we have no, um, no, yeah, nothing, no ill will. But no ill will. You That's know, right. if you have a track record, you know, tweet at us at you know new, new generation pod. Let us know. <laughs> Jeez. But they do have this scoop. You know, I know they were the ones that were also saying The Rock was going to be Black Panther two. Uh, <laughs> at Namor, so I don't know. We'll see. You know, yeah, we'll and that was gonna be announced at Comic Con, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see. Um, but uh, but yeah. So this come first first come from Lords of the Long Box, and also being um, kind of followed up, yeah, uh, by Grace Randolph uh, via YouTube. Um, so Grace she, Randolph does have some scoops. She's had she's yeah had she's scoops. had she's had various scoops. She was um, the first one on the whole. Uh, um, Birds of Prey, Diamond, Heist storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, you know she had a twist to it that I think they may have you know worked out of the movie, altered but, or scrapped. Yeah, exactly, scrapped probably. But uh, she clearly had some sort of knowledge on that. So not a, not not you know this isn't coming out of thin air. Like yeah, so this is something that you know it's it's worth believing that it, that is at least being discussed or talked about. Um, uh, so the specific rumor uh, regarding, especially the elaboration from Grace Randolph's end, is that we're possibly getting two Lando shows, which I know sounds uh, like a lot. Uh, but the way she explains it is, we can get we're, we'll be having a Donald Glover Lando, which apparently is in, already in discussions, and a Billy D. Williams Lando with um, uh, Jana, the actress who, um, or the the character, the character uh, in the. Um, in the rise of Skywalker, who it's hinted at, and I believe confirmed. I'm not certain, uh, but um, it, where, who it's definitely hinted at that this is Lando's daughter. So there, so there's that. So there's two separate shows: one in the sequel trilogy era, and one in the uh, original trilogy era, or possibly pre-original trilogy era. So I am. I mean, both of these sound like shows I would watch. I mean, on just on my gut, I'm immediately I'm more intrigued by the Donald Glover Lando show, um, just because in the sequel trilogy show, I mean we didn't get much from from the character uh, Jana in um, the Rise of Skywalker, so I don't know much about her, and Bill D. Williams didn't do much in the Rise of Skywalker, so I mean as much as I love Billy D, he didn't do much in the movie, so I don't what he did I liked. Um, but it's not just going to be his show. Um, and I mean, at that point in time, I don't know, you know, exactly how much I would get in terms of action and what have you at his age at this point, if he did have just his own show. So it's going to be him and her and him training her, I'm sure, and certain things along that along those lines, um, which I mean, I don't know. I mean, they would be co-starring in that show. Right. She would ha- also have to carry the show. Can she carry a show? I don't know. So that's something that that's you know something that needs to be considered. But I, I at this point in time, I would assume that the Donald Glover Lando show is one that is heavily being considered and possibly even worked on and taken seriously. The other one is probably one that's being discussed, um, but that nothing is probably materialized yet. That's what I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, they didn't put that weird line at the end of Rise of Skywalker in for no reason, right? Revolving around Billy D. Williams, um, so that being, and when you put something in Rise of Skywalker, that's 
sends a message that it's probably not just going to be a one-off comic. It could be, but, like, that seems like that's extra to do that just for a comic. You know, you could have put that in the novelization and then made that into a comic. Like, you didn't have to uh, mm-hmm. put that in the movie. Yeah. It's not, that's not going to drive that many more sales, <laughs> you know, if you yeah. put that in the movie. So, exactly. Um, you would think that that could have been a tease to a potential Disney Plus series, and that would make more sense because then the people that watch the movie are kind of the same base of people that are going to go watch something like that on Disney Plus, or at least have Disney Plus, and have, I'll be like, oh, yeah, remember, they were going to go on some of this adventure from Rise of Skywalker, now, you know, they're doing the series. That's cool. That's cool. Right. So that makes sense, especially since Rise of Skywalker is going to be on Disney Plus. So, um, I, I mean, look, if you're asking me which one of these two I would rather see, I'd much rather see Donald Lover. Much rather see a Donald Lover. I feel like it's a kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, personally. I don't think anybody. I think they're very besides your your original trilogy. Just Stan. Stan that's just I want that nothing Billy to do with anything else. Nostalgia, <laughs> this, that, and the other thing. <laughs> like I don't think anybody could objectively say that would be a more interesting show. Yeah, honestly. or a more fun show. Yeah, like I'm sorry, and I just I did I didn't see enough from that other act the other um yeah. character. Yeah. For me to really care that much. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, she kind of just thrown in there a little she bit. She was a former just, stormtrooper also, apparently, right? Isn't, wasn't that yeah. another plot point where she connected with Finn in that way? I mean, that's something, but, you know, it's not just that alone isn't enough. So, yeah, I mean, look, she's probably Lando's daughter, so that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. You know, I, that story, I think that can be told in a comic, and it would be... Yeah, no honestly. much no, that not any more compelling, you know. I think yeah. a Lando series on television could be really, really good, especially if you throw in a lot of the Crimson Dawn stuff. You throw in uh, uh, Amelia Clark stuff, uh, maybe even uh, um, Alden Ironwright shows up, you know, for an episode. Like, there's interesting stuff you can do. Um, what's interesting is that uh, John Kasdan who was a writer on Solo, the son of, uh, you know, Lawrence Kasdan, came out and said that, as far as he knows, there are no plans for a sequel series or show uh, for the... sequel series or movie, I should say, for Solo. Um, Mm. That was about a week and a half ago. That was probably before these these latest rumors. So... Uh, take that with a grain of salt. I would, I would take the rain. I would take the rumors more with a grain of salt than John Kazan, personally. But, um, <laughs> but still interesting. A little bit of a contradiction. Um, do you want to see solo properties? Do you want to see a solo sequel, a solo spinoff? I don't want to see a solo sequel movie. Um, even though I didn't hate Solo, I'm just I didn't I don't want to see a solo. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I I'm just not interested. I'm not as interested in um han solo's journey in that way especially with you know what happened in solo and all that i don't need to see another adventure like that um it just in movie form i'm good with what we got uh uh spinoff show i will be more intrigued by i think that when it comes to what I would be most intrigued by in the show is honestly Crimson Dawn and anything having to do with Darth Maul. If they were to bring in Ray Park for that, you know, or something that something like that, I would be much more intrigued by. Um, 
uh, than really anything else. So, Alden Ironrack hasn't done anything since Solo. Really? Yeah. That's that's unfortunate. Like, yeah, I don't think he did a bad job. I don't think he did a bad job at all, honestly. I thought, I thought he actually did a pretty good job. I was surprised. I, I was expecting him to be the worst part of the movie. <laughs> you know, I'm just, being, I'm just keeping it real, man. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, that was that was, uh, a little surprising to see, you know. That was a long time ago, so to not have any other movies, and not have any movie in two years, and not have anything, as far as I know, on the docket, it's unfortunate. You know, I think, I mean, you have to jump at that role. I mean, there were a lot of people they looked at, that was, that was a very hotly contested Disney yeah. casting uh, it was up there with Spider-Man. It's probably one of the more high-profile ones that they've had in a long time. And he came out on top. And he probably thought that was going to balloon his career. And he yeah. hasn't done anything since. So, I don't know. Maybe he's just being, like, patient. Maybe he's like, all right, I've been Han Solo. Like, I'm not going to take any B. I'm not going to take a B role now. But um, still interesting nonetheless. I don't know what Donald Glover's done since then. I know, I mean, Atlanta's kind of been... You know, on hiatus. I don't know what the deal is with that, but um, obviously he's also a rapper, so you know, <laughs> he's got music that he probably makes. And um, obviously he was in Spider Verse, uh, not Spider Verse. He's in Homecoming. Um, so, which I believe Homecoming was before Solo. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah he's in Lion King. That is true. He wasn't Lion King. Yeah, so it was Homecoming, Solo, and The Lion King are the last three things he's been in. And Lion King was a huge project, so I give him credit for that. But um, I don't know what he's really been doing. Uh, and Atlanta is still technically going on. So. Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's doing things. I mean, I was also looking up Felicity Jones to see what the other kind of lead person in this <laughs> right yeah in, how in that star wars that, spinoff has that blown has that done blown, you know blown up she's been career. in various projects as well That's um so i mean she's she's doing things various big budget movies um because at this point because it's not only important to look at this stuff because like it makes you know of actors and actresses like, like even what's think it, it's a good it idea doing, yeah what is it doing for their career i mean it's <laughs> You know, it's unfortunate when I mean looking back and seeing things like Hayden Christensen, Hayden Christensen, and, you know, uh, Natalie Portman, Jake Lloyd, Jake Lloyd. You know, it's like you know some <laughs> some of these people. I mean, Hugh McGregor made it out. You know, you I'm my best. I'm a, yeah, yeah. He's like kind of the worst case. Scenario, yeah, him and honestly. Jake Lloyd are the worst case scenario. Yeah, him and Jake Lloyd. You know, so he. Gets, I mean, uh, that's obviously that's the Phantom Menace. Like, yeah, Phantom right, Menace. But, yeah, but it's like you know, obviously you have your Hugh McGregor success story. Hugh McGregor is very successful. Up. You know, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, you know. right, yeah. But it's not always uh, it's not always a meal ticket. Adam Driver has completely blown up. Yeah, I he's mean, his career is exploding. He's exploded. an A-lister at this point. And rightfully so. I think he's probably the best acting talent right. in the sequel trilogy. Right. I don't really think it's close. <laughs> of, of all the people that aren't, like, of older generation. <laughs> right, right, right. Of all the newer cast, it's not even, it really is not even close. Yeah, I agree. You know, and, and uh, what's his name, um... That's why I'm forgetting his name, Finn. Boyega. Boyega's been... FN2187. FN2187. Him and TR8R. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, he's been he's been in things, too. Yeah, yeah. Finn's approaching A-lister. Boyega's approaching A-lister. I'd say Daisy Ridley's already there. I'd say Driver's already there. 
Wasn't Daisy Ridley supposed to be in like Tomb Raider or something like that? Tomb Raider. Or, I don't know. Maybe not Tomb Raider. Was it? I don't know. Resident Evil. I think it was Tomb Raider. I could be wrong. Maybe it was. I don't know. She was supposed to be in like one of these video game adaptations, but it's been interesting to see how like these people uh, yeah. have evolved. I mean, Daisy really does, probably doesn't have to work another day in her life. She just really oh, doesn't certainly. want to. Um, oh, yeah, she was in. Yeah, she was in talks to be in Tomb Raider. That was a long time ago. That was twenty sixteen. Yeah, nothing's come up. Laura Croft was. Yeah, she was the character she was supposed to be playing, but. Yeah, so I guess that's the uh, that's the update. On where yeah, that's all update. The actors, <laughs> yeah, that's are. update on where everybody's at. We just gotta check because it's Lando stuff, and we're like, okay, so right, who gets a spinoff? We know yeah, Luna's getting, getting a spinoff. A, yeah, Diego Luna. Uh, he's, his, he's another his one career has been going very well. Up, yeah. So, um, you know, so yeah, it's it's interesting keeping tabs on where everyone's at and what's going on with Disney Plus. Right. Who's getting a Disney Plus series? Who's not getting a Disney Plus series? Yeah, like could could they yeah. do solo? As a Disney Plus series, because they have Alden Ironreich and Donald Glover. I think Solo would have been much better as a Disney Plus series. Well, yeah, yeah, had they had they held off on that, I would have been excited for it. Yeah, I would have been. Yeah, we would have been watching. I that would have every been, week. I would have been vouching for that. Yeah, I would have been pre-ordering my subscription, like for Disney Plus. Like that would have last question my, a lot of my attention. How do you differentiate Lando, Donald Glover, Disney Plus series from The Mandalorian? Because obviously they're not the same character at all, but the the areas in which they propagate how do you differentiate like the he's not a smuggler well lando isn't going isn't collecting bounties so right. that's kind of an obvious thing yeah that helps um do you make it more uh, of like a you know he's on the i don't remember the the you know he's on canto bike type places and like doing more of those types of things you know than like the guy who's just like in the desert, kind of doing stuff. Yeah, exactly. More of the western yeah. type of atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say something like that, you know, or kind of a, pol- a political type thing, more of a. Yeah, he's he's like a he's like a, a swindler, kind of right. hustler, kind of guy. All right. I mean, he's not he's not a bounty hunter, <laughs> right. so it's not gonna be nearly as much action. Yeah, yeah, not gonna be super actiony. But like you know, he, you know, he's not gonna be going to villages, saving entire villages, right, or anything like that. But like he, you know, he'll have his scraps and whatnot. But it'll be much more about kind of just whatever journey he's on. Yep, journeys he's on. The Star Wars underworld, not the underworld as in the bounty hunter underworld. The underworld as in just like thirteen thirteen type places right. and the spice runners. Yeah, the spice runners, the smugglers, the right. the huts. Right. You know, people like that. So uh, it, it should be different. Yeah, it will be very interesting. Um, so another update we got, this is regarding the High Republic. So this is the series of books and comics, um, that will be coming out, introducing an entirely new era of Star Wars. Um, this is uh, a project that I am low key, very excited about. Uh, I think that this is something that can, uh, really reignite like real interest in Star Wars. I feel like them giving writers, like real writers, not J.J. Abrams, no no disrespect to J.J. Abrams, but like real people that are authors, <laughs> you know, right. that do this for a living, you know, who who make their living off of their creative talent, um, just in just in penning a story. People like that in charge of creating your your this whole new era within Star Wars and people who've been successful at it. 
Right. People like Charles Soule and others who have been successful Claudia at Claudia Greenwald. At Claudia Gray, yes. Yeah. People who have been successful at it in Star Wars. Very successful. Getting new people interested, getting people involved in Star Wars just based on their books, putting them in charge of creating this entirely new era is good. It's a very good move. I give credit where credit is due. If this is Kathleen Kennedy's move, this is a very good move. So I think this is something that is a very, very good idea. And, um, you know, I think Lucasfilm is definitely going to benefit based off of that. So we are getting our first description of characters in this uh, universe. Uh, now, I'm not going to go through the whole description because it's, it's, I mean, it's right, like right, a paragraph right. long for each. But I'll kind of give a very quick cliff notes of each type of character and just what they look like. You can find the actual description on StarWars.com. Um, so I highly recommend you check that out. And this came out about, I'd say, I'd say um, about a week and a half ago. Um, but you can definitely take a look at it um, and check it out. Uh, so first we have Avar Chris, um, who is a uh, blonde woman, can't tell her age, is not decrepit the, the or something. Like yeah, she's like in her prime. In her prime. Seems you know, to be in her like prime. A, like an Obi-Wan. That's the vibe That's I get. what it seems like. She's an Obi-Wan type. Yep, that's what it seems like. Has a green colored lightsaber, um, regular hilt, nothing really too flashy or or anything like that. They're all in white and yellow robes. Right. Like all white of them. and gold, yeah. White and gold robes, it seems. So that seems to be just the color pattern of that era. Right. Which I think is also very interesting. Um, so she's basically, like you were saying, kind of like an Obi-Wan kind of vibe from the Clone, from the Clone Wars and I'd say um, Attack of the Clones type right. era, you know, age group. Right. Um, so, you know, compassionate. She's, uh, you know, compassionate, tries to find the good in people, um, invigorated about life on the frontier and the challenges it brings, ready to sacrifice herself from uh, for others. Uh, you know, just kind of just your... You're a standard, you're kind of standard issue Jedi hero. Exactly. exactly you know, exactly. <laughs> which look, I dig it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you need those characters. You need those characters. Okay. <laughs> they can't all be crazy, right. have all wacky quirks and nothing like that. <laughs> so I'm glad. <laughs> the Suicide Squad. <laughs> you know, like, come on. I'm glad. So I, I love it so far. We got uh, the Twilight. We have the Twilight. We have Loden, Great Storm, which, wow, talk about a name. Jeez. Uh, which. <laughs> Which, I mean, he is kind of considered one of the best Jedi in the Order. Right. Kind of very older. more older, wiser. Yeah, I would say Yoda. Like, not Yoda. Not age, Yoda. But not like, a Yoda age group. But, but like, like, I'd say more like um, uh, Kiari Mundi. Right. Kind of, you know, older, wiser. <laughs> right. Um, you know, veteran, grizzled veteran in the Order. Right. Been around the block quite a while. Been on many, many missions. Helped many, many people. Um, seems strong and wise, has a good sense of humor, uh, looks at every moment as a learning experience. Uh, so next we have, and he's a green Twi'lek with a yellow, either yellow or white colored lightsaber. Um, and just very long garb. Like his, his robe is hitting the floor, can't even see his feet. Um, so next we have Keeve Trennis. Uh, so she's basically like a, a new Jedi Knight. Yes. She's been only been a Jedi Knight for a few weeks. Um, she has a green double-bladed lightsaber, which is very cool. Um, she doesn't have white garb on, so it's just kind of... She honestly just has your standard kind of Jedi get-up. You know, yeah. Jedi vest. Um, uh, but, uh, so she's kind of quick-witted, impulsive. Um, 
you know, honestly, she kind of reminds me of what Ahsoka would have been had she stayed and become a Jedi Knight. Right. Kind of. Um, uh, she has her hair shaved on one side, and um, she is a, um, you know, darker-skinned individual. Um, so... I don't. There are. I don't know what her ethnicity would be if this were America or, or, or you know the, the world or whatever. But uh, she's definitely dark skinned, so she's not a white person. And um, yeah, so this is. Uh, and she's stationed at the the uh, Jedi, at a uh, outpost called the Starlight Beacon. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean she looks up to to um, uh, people like. Uh, of our Chris, who, as we said, is kind of the Obi-Wan, kind of knowledgeable figure. Right. Um, so they should have an interesting relationship throughout. We also have Stellan Gios, um, who, I mean, honestly, his design just kind of reminds me of your standard, your kind of... Captain America. Captain America. Or, or if you're playing, like, an MMO, like, you know, the, the, the oh, the, the uh, Templar, yeah. Barbarian, right. whatever, your regular character, standard character, attack character. Right. Um, but, um, but, yeah, so he has, you know, white robes, kind of a bigger, larger stature. Uh, yeah, it seems like he has a cross guard. Like he has a cross guard hilt. Yeah. I don't know if it's a cross guard, um, you know. It's not yeah, like we don't know if all three. Yeah. I don't know if a blade comes out. Of well, yeah, we the, don't know yet. Yeah, I mean we don't know. It they is. show it ignited, and I don't see any blade, any any lightsaber right. energy. You can, you can ignite one, right? Like Kylo Ren's ignited like certain parts of his lightsaber, right? I mean his has the 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 regular lightsaber coming out, and right. then on both sides it emits it emits like discharge because so Kylo can't, Ren can't like he can't only ignite one. No. He can't. Okay, I thought I've seen him before, but uh, I don't believe he can. I mean, from what I read, I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe he did at one point. From what I've read in the, um, I remember I believe in the Force Awakens visual guide, they said that it it's to discharge the energy because his kyber crystal is right. like cracked. cracked. Right. So I mean, he, he needs those ports. Otherwise, his joint wouldn't even work. Yeah. So it probably doesn't ignite. This yeah. guy, Stellan Geos. But yeah. still interesting design, nonetheless. Yeah, still a very interesting design, nonetheless. Um, but definitely has a... Uh, definitely has a... I want to say a, a, a Boy Scout, but like, you know... Yeah, 100%. You know, that's the kind of the vibe you get. You yeah, know, that's the vibe you the, get. He's kind of very experienced, has a good working relationship with Avar with, Chris. Yeah, work with them. They came up together in the Order, so... Yeah, around same age, both in their primes, probably the Jedi. Mm-hmm. They're both probably two of the top Jedi in the order, so like they don't really work together that much because they are put on different locations. But right. they occasionally do, and they have great chemistry. Yeah, so. so that should be very fun to watch or read about, rather. <laughs> and uh, last, we have Vernestra or Vern for short. Uh, short, Ro. It's R W O H. So that's either Wo or Ro. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, but she's a newly minted Jedi Knight who is only 16 years of age. Yes. Uh, so she's the youngest of the Jedi Knights. Stellan Geos' Padawan. Stellan Geos' Padawan. Uh, she's a Mirialan, which we've been seeing more of them uh, as of late. Um, so which the Mirialans, they're, they're green-skinned. It's, it's like um, green-skinned with like tattoos. It was right. like Master Luminara, who's in the prequel trilogy. And... Um, Trying to think of someone else for reference. 
Uh, but, um, but yeah, there have been others. But it's green skin, um, young female, blue standard, very you know standard issue blue light blue color lightsaber. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, she's just eager to fit in with the adults and and uh, you know do her job well, type of thing. So, so yeah, these are the first uh, characters that that we're getting. I mean, so far we haven't had any. Or there hasn't been any announced uh, delay of Charles Soule's uh, High Republic novel that's supposed to come out in August. Right. Um, so it seems like they're still going full steam ahead in terms of releasing that on time. And from what I understand, I mean, they're still releasing... Um, I believe the next book is... Is, uh, is it uh, Shadow of... Um, the Whatever the next one in Alexander Freed's trilogy is? I'm not sure. I believe because I know there's one com- that's supposed to come out in June, and it has not been postponed, as far as I can tell. Right. Um. But uh. But yeah. So it seems like they're still keeping to their schedules in terms of publishing these books, which is great to hear. So we should be seeing more from these characters going forward. Um. Overall, I very much like what I'm reading. It seems like they're putting a lot of thought into these characters, and they're not doing nothing too crazy. You know, they're not doing anything too. You know wacky or out of control I, I don't really need any of that so i'm glad and i hope the character arcs serve them well um and uh yeah i mean i've liked what i've seen from most of the new characters introduced in the comics and the novels there have been very few new characters that i have not liked that were introduced in both of those mediums so i have very high expectations for these characters um you know and i Look, I think if the expectation, if the demand is high enough, we could see them in live action. I mean, look what happened with Ahsoka and with, um, in terms of just book characters, uh, Dr. Aphra, who's already being rumored to either have her own Disney Plus series right. or appear in The Mandalorian Season 2. Right. Uh, so, yeah, this is this is very, very now, big stuff. These characters look like RPG characters. Yeah, they do, and I'm glad. So, I don't know if, <laughs> so I don't know if this is, if we're getting a sword art online, no, I'm just, but Jeez. I don't know if it's like we're gonna get a game based off of the High Republic. I would be surprised if we don't. Honestly, really, I'd be very surprised if we don't get a High Republic game, and it may play more like I mean, the Old Republic. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I think that would make sense. Um, at some point, I'm not saying it'll be this year, next year, but. In the next three, four years, once the High Republic becomes an actual brand in the Star Wars universe that people recognize, that's what I would expect. Uh, we already see. I mean, Nintendo's that's something releasing some older and some right. new Star Wars games already. Would not shock me if that's where Lucasfilm and LucasArts decides to go. I mean, it will, it will make sense because I mean that's something they can do without any kind of collateral damage or story group conflicts. I mean, you just oh yeah, make a game, make a new story. All right. You know, you know, like it just yeah. You tell developer yeah, just write whatever you want. It's a blank can- blank canvas. Well, I mean, okay, maybe it wouldn't do that, but I mean, they'd have story group people supervising. But it'll be similar to uh, what you call it to fall on fall in order, where they're just like, hey, make a story. What makes sense? This is what we had in mind. This is what kind of the guideline, the thing we want, the basic outline we want you guys to follow. But from there, you can do basically do whatever you want in terms of the design of the game and how it works and da da da. I mean, this is you know. The, you know, this is just a huge, huge opportunity for Lucasfilm, uh, you know, to kind of get their story straight, you know, to really, 
you know, I feel like this is their opportunity to do what they should, quite frankly should have done with the sequel trilogy. To actually craft a story with everyone cooperating <laughs> and working together with the story group and the other authors and writers to make sure it makes sense. Um, you know, so Kathleen Kennedy, as far as, far as what I know and have seen, doesn't seem to be too interested in meddling and firing people on the, in terms of the books and the comics. So I have high hopes for all this going through as planned because from their video, it seems like they had plans and, and discussions about what they wanted to do. So I have high hopes that whatever their plans are is very well thought out and that it will go through the way that they intended. So this is all very, very exciting stuff. And um, yeah, I just I'm very much looking forward to seeing what they have to show us uh, come August. All right. So uh, last official story of the day. Um, this is another rumor. Uh, this is coming from Making Star Wars. So they're reporting that Jamie Lee Curtis um, will be playing a character in The Mandalorian Season 2. They're not saying that it's a certainty, uh, but they're saying it's a very, very, very high possibility or probability uh, that this is going to occur. Uh, so uh, this is, to me, this is good news. I feel like she, she already kind of has a grizzled look to her. Um, I mean, she's a very, very experienced actress, um, and I just, I don't know, I think it's a, I think it's a great fit. I think it's, and it's the type of star power that isn't gonna just take over the episode, right? but it's a recognizable face. Right. That, so I think that's something that's that... That's something that they kind of utilize in season one. Exactly. Yes. So this is, this is a very good get. And it's not one that's gonna, you know, you're breaking the bank. You know, bring in this actor or actress, right. you know. Yeah, using 20% of your budget. <laughs> bring them in. You know, for 10 minutes. So, yeah, this is uh, this is a very good thing. So, I'm excited about it. But yeah, how about you, Kenneth? Yeah, I, I would say, um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I don't know what kind of role because sometimes, you know, the Mandalorian, they bring in these actors and actresses and they, uh, they play very minor roles. Um, or sometimes, you know, she, you know, maybe a one-off or maybe, um, you know, a major series regular type role. I don't know. I would assume it would be a one-off, but, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know what the season, the season is even going to be about. So I, I just, I'm, I'm still waiting. I'm so interested to see what's going to, what's up with the, uh, the dark saber and, uh, Gideon, Moff Gideon and, you know, all these types of interesting things, but. I have more stuff on the Mandalorian later when we talk to when we talk about Clone Wars. Okay, yeah, I expect it to be a minor role. I don't expect it to be main. I'd be surprised if she played a main character. I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to it because uh, I think she's talented. I think she has the talent to play a main character, but I don't expect her to be playing a main character, especially if they're bringing in Ahsoka or they're bringing in Afra or they're bringing in um, Iden Versio. <laughs> right. You know, if they're doing all that stuff, there's no way. I, at least I highly doubt that she'd be playing a main character. And they have all this Moff Gideon stuff. And uh, they still have uh, Cara Dune. And um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, they got a lot of stuff going on already. But I'm I'm definitely pleased with this casting. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. What they do with that. Uh, now, I did want to talk about uh, the Bounty Hunter... Bounty Hunters comic series that has been going on. They released the first two chat, first two issues. Um, I so far, I'm very much enjoying it. 
I think it is very good. Um, uh, I believe it's written by Ethan Sachs. And it is, it's really good. I mean, it has Boba Fett, uh, Bosk. Uh, I mean, you've got uh, uh, this dude, uh, Valance, who was in the Han Solo Cadet, Imperial Cadet comic also. Um, he was also in Target Vader, which I have to read, especially now with this comic going on. I feel like I have to read Target Vader to understand because he's like cybernetically enhanced as well. He's like barely human. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is, this has been really good. They're basically all going after this woman who had a betrayed them in a botched bounty hunting job years ago. And, you know, Boba Fett even, even put delivering Han Solo on, on hiatus to hunt this person down. So I'm like, wow, this is pretty serious. Afro's in the comic as well. Uh, so this is this is really good. I'm very, very much enjoying this comic. I highly recommend it. If you haven't read it, definitely check it out. Um, I don't know where the story, where exactly the story is going, um, but I expect it to have a satisfying ending. Uh, it, seems like, it seems like Ethan Sachs, you know, uh, it, it, it seems like he had put a lot of thought into you know, the feel of the story. And I think he has a very good understanding of, like, the characters. Like, I, li- I love how he's writing Bosk. I love how he's writing um, Boba Fett as well. Right. Um, so I just, I'm very, very much enjoying this whole entire story. Uh, so I'm a huge fan. I highly recommend if you haven't uh, picked that up or checked that out to definitely go and check that out. I think you will not be disappointed. Um, I, I think it's very good. Uh, but we do have two episodes of the Clone Wars to review. I do not have the episode titles up uh, in front of me. Um, yes. But there are, it is two episodes. These are the last two episodes of the uh, Ahsoka Tano, um, the kind of introduction, reintroduction to Ahsoka Tano in the Clone Wars. It's the, the last two episodes of that arc. The last one was called Dangerous Debt. Mm-hmm. Um, and before that... Was called uh, was called de- uh, deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. Yeah. Uh, so dangerous debt and deal or no deal. Uh, so um, I think the last episode. No, no, actually, dangerous debt was the one before. The one this week was together again. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, it was together again. Yeah, that was the name of that. Um, uh, I'd say I put both of these episodes on the same level. I thought they were decent. Uh, they weren't spectacular. Um, well, I thought the last one. I mean, when they showed Maul, I mean that that just the last just, one I thought was really uh, that was just good. levitated, elevated yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I thought I thought it was decent. It, it wasn't bad. I actually personally, I actually think the Bad Batch arc was better. Really? Yeah, I do. Really? Yeah, personally, I I think the Bad Batch arc definitely felt more Clone Wars in terms of like you know having. Anakin, Anakin and, right, and like them going on missions and you stuff. Know, Rex and yeah, you know, you bring in Echo and like yeah, it definitely had that that more Clone Wars feel to it. Um, I thought this wrapped up pretty well though. I think mm-hmm. initially it started off kind of slow, where I was kind of like, all right, I don't know, you know, <laughs> it was slow. You know, yeah. you you were willing to give it a chance, but you just weren't sure. You know, they're kind of doing stuff, and now at the end of the episode, she meets the the two characters the yeah. sisters and they're doing stuff and they get captured and it starts off kind of slow but i think by the end i think 
there's enough payoff where I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do think it started off slow. Um, I like both Trace and Rafa. Yeah. I think they're good characters. I hope to see them again in other mediums, whether it be books, comics, or video games. I highly doubt see them in a show or a movie, but hopefully, you know, you never know. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy both of their characters, and I hope to see more of them and more of just Coruscant in general. You know, I feel like Coruscant has been buried since Disney acquired Star Wars. <laughs> so, so I very much want to see more of Coruscant. Coruscant's underworld and and just overworld, whatever, or the regular world of Coruscant. I just want to see more Coruscant. I think that would just be better in general. Um, so, uh, so yeah, but yeah, I'm 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 a fan of this arc. I'm very much looking forward to seeing Darth Maul uh, going forward. Okay, Darth Maul, the Caesar Mandalore, um, Bo-Katan. I mean, we're I mean, this next arc is going to be very serious. So. Um, yeah, I think we're definitely in for a I, treat. The one thing, I wasn't sure about how they're pivoting straight from this to that. Like, straight from this arc to that arc. Mm-hmm. What was the point of this arc? I don't know. And maybe we'll get that later in the in the season. Maybe we'll get that in the next arc. Maybe they'll show up and save her or help her. And it's like, oh, yeah. But, like, I don't get what the point of, you know, even this, having her meet those two characters. This season was supposed to be longer. Now something I considered talking about today as well, but I was like, eh. Um, but the season was supposed to be longer. Uh, I mean, Filoni had said for whatever reasons or whatever had gone on, the season isn't going to be as long as it, they had originally intended. They had planned for other things to happen. Um, so I'm thinking there may have been some plan to reintroduce them at some point in a meaningful way or have Ahsoka go back there for something important. Um, but that was probably just scrapped for some reason. Um, uh, or maybe we're gonna see Trace and Rafa in something else. Though it though it makes me think like they because they had planned to release this before Disney even acquired Star Wars, right? So it's like why like they're, they're, this couldn't have been forward planned for them to for them to appear in something else, quote unquote. Yeah. So I don't know. So honestly, I'm not sure. Right. But um, uh, but yeah, I don't yeah, know because that's because that's my question. I'm like, you bring in these characters; they're all kind of. You know, they they don't look like they have any real effect on anything that's gonna happen with Darth Maul. You know, like what yeah. are they really gonna do with Darth Maul? What are they really gonna do with Crimson Dawn? Right. Like it would be more interesting if you have something like uh, <laughs> it would be interesting if you have something like where Darth Maul is. And I guess they kind of had that, but like if Darth Maul is directly dealing with them, you know what I mean? Like if right. Darth Maul, you know, was the guy who was, who was getting the spice and like. He was yeah. interacting with, you know, the sisters, and it's like, you know, all right, now we get, like, you know, why they're involved, because it leads you to Darth Maul. They really didn't have to be involved at all. I mean, maybe he's only just going to make two characters, help Ahsoka's development. That's fine. But when you look back at the grand scheme of the, of the season, are we going to look back and say, that whole Ahsoka arc with uh, the two sisters just didn't, you know... It didn't really have any impact on anything that happened. Mm-hmm. The Bad Batch, like, had real Clone Wars uh, stakes, yeah. real Clone Wars impact. This one, it was all just so that Ahsoka could see that Maul was still alive. Right. You know, and Maul was still around doing stuff with Crimson Dawn, and then Bo-Katan runs into her. Like, that the that the whole thing. But um, I do wonder if what they're teasing in Rebels... We're not teasing at this point. Where they're going in with Rebels 
is also teasing what Ahsoka's involvement in the Mandalorian will be. Because that's my question. Will it, you know, clearly she's going to have, this is going to kind of be her introduction into working with the Mandalorians. Will that now, you know, play a role in why she's involved in the Mandalorian series? Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's, that is definitely possible. I mean, I, I feel like it, hmm, yeah, no, I mean, it's possible. I mean, that could, that could also explain why Filoni is involved in the Mandalorian from the onset. Yeah. In such a, in such a, an integral way. Um, so, I mean, it's, that's definitely, I think that's definitely a possibility. Um, I don't, I just don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I would hope that they had given Filoni that much, that much, um, I don't know, uh, what's the word that they had had that much faith in him from the onset. Right. But I don't believe that. (laughs) No, I think that it, that over time they had developed that amount of, of, you know, belief in his ability to tell stories and his abilities to direct that they had eventually said, okay, you can work on this project. We want you to work on this project for us. Um, but I mean, who knows? You know, maybe they maybe they had, they had been. This was their plan all along. Yeah, was to have Ahsoka involved in the Mandalorian, um, and to have Dave Filoni play a major part in that. Uh, but honestly, I'm just very very glad we're getting we're we're even talking about Ahsoka again. And not in just a, a reminiscing kind <laughs> right. of like, oh, remember when? It's like, no, this is like new stuff. Um, so, yeah, this is really exciting. We have the Siege of Mandalore coming up. So that's extremely exciting. I'm going to get to see Ahsoka battle Darth Maul um, at the end. Um, and, I mean, that's that's just going to be that's gonna, that's gonna be a, just a huge, uh, I don't even know what, I don't know what to expect, honestly. This is the end of the series. They had planned for this to be the end of the series. So they had some major fights in this show. So I don't know what to expect to, uh, from this fight. Yeah, yeah. I, I I do wonder if Maul... This is a question that has to be asked, you know, because we talked about Maul being included in, uh, you know, a solo show. We've talked about him being included in Obi-Wan. We've mm-hmm. talked about him being included now in Rebels. Rebel sequel series, well, not Rebel sequel series, hopefully, but Rebels, now the Clone Wars season, set, season 7, is Darth Maul becoming the racial ghoul of Star Wars? I thought you were going to say, like, the new Vader. Um, is he is it becoming where, like, or we, we, didn't have, too much of him? we didn't have that much Darth Maul content, and now everybody is using, because obviously these people don't realize, we talk about it on Hero Talk all the time, like, racial ghoul was somebody that was never used uh, in any yeah. Batman property. Yeah, and Rachel Gould, if you don't know, is a Batman. Uh, right, Batman villain. villain, you know, from, uh, whatchamacallit, you know, The Dark Knight Rises, or Dark Knight and Batman Begins, I should say. Uh, but um, he was in, he's, since then, he's been in all these properties. He's appeared in several he's different... Movies, animation, live action, yeah. Arrow. <laughs> he's been in everything. I feel like Darth Maul now, we're getting him in everything. And it's not, I mean, it's not an issue, but at what point does it become, like, how did how did nobody know he was around? Like, he's been dealing with everybody, it seems. This word didn't get out, like, yo, watch out for Maul. Yeah, I don't know. That's, 
that's that's the only question I have. At least the good thing is that it's not like he was it, none of it contradicts with like Darth Maul in you know be Darth Maul post Phantom Menace between Rebels I mean between Clone Wars. You know, like it's not like he's been doing stuff when he was supposed to be, you know, dead or he was supposed right. to be like gone, but um it is still kinda I wonder if they're in the oversaturation. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, it's... I mean, you can make that case. I think that... Honestly, I think how they've handled Maul has definitely helped. I think it also helps that this is one continuous story as opposed to Ra's al Ghul situation where they're all different stories. Right, they want a, a different adaptation of the guy They're all time. different adaptations, and it's kind of like, okay, come on. Right. You know, this is all one continuous story. It's all being handled by... by People who aren't contradicting themselves ever try not, not to. to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're making very real efforts to not contradict themselves in any kind of way. So, I mean, in that way it's different. So, I mean, they're trying to make it so that this makes it makes sense for him to show up so much. But they're just—I think—they're just appealing to you know what the people want to see. People want to see lightsaber fights. What was their favorite lightsaber fight? Darth Maul. So, um, so you know, they're going to continuously use Darth Maul when they can I think there is a limit you know I think we're approaching that limit you know I don't right. think I don't think uh you know we're gonna get you know three seasons of Lando versus Maul and whatever this Donald Glover Lando show becomes right you know it's gonna get to a point where it's gonna be boring right so you know we will reach that limit at some point and I think I think the high Republic and and other things will help us reach that limit i think i think maul is a good um kind of break from vader because they need lightsaber villains exactly you know and they revealed maul to be alive so he's the lightsaber villain if you're not vader or the emperor yeah it was it's definitely good to see crimson dawn being referenced do you think that that was an easter egg or do you think that that was legitimately that's legitimately going to be playing a big role in his story this season. I was wondering about that as well because I was like, this was written pre Disney, yeah. pre Disney Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. So did they change it? Did they ch- did they change it or did they use Filoni's idea? Did Filoni go to them and go say, to Solo, yeah. go to or Solo, to story group, yeah. or a story group or whoever, and say, I mean, in, I mean, if you guys wanted material, I mean, Darth Maul, I plan to have him start his own group in the underworld, and did they go, oh, okay, well, we can use that, right? Um, or was this their plan all along, like you were saying before? <laughs> you know, were they like, oh, we're going to use, we're going to revive Clone Wars? Did they already know that they wanted to revive Clone Wars? Right. Um, so, I mean, we, who knows? We have no idea. Uh, but it's possible that that was an Easter egg that was, like, designed and put in to Yeah, they may have just added that recently. Because, you can write in the Sam Whitmer line. It wasn't yeah. like it was... Yes, this was written, but, like, that was a scene that you could have just added in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how easy or hard it is to just add those panels or or images or whatever. Right, because they had the animated computer generated. You know, just like we go with, uh, whatchamacallit, you know, Kanan being in the trailer. You know, like, I don't think that, you know, Caleb Doom was supposed to be in the original thing. Like, you oh, know, yeah. like, you know, I don't think Caleb Doom was, was <laughs> 10 years ago. So, I, they, I mean, obviously that's a little different, but, um, 
my guess is that was something that they recently added. Huh. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Um, we're getting to the stretch run, though, man. Yeah, we're reaching the final stretch. To the Order sixty six, which Mario doesn't think is gonna happen. We'll see, man. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be blown away. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're gonna be blown away. I'm man. gonna be blown away. Absolutely blown away. Trust me. I'll I'll be one of those people creating petitions to bring back Clone Wars. I want more because that will blow me away. They do Order sixty six in the Clone Wars. Um, but yeah, that 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 will be crazy stuff. Uh, but all right, so that'll do it for this show. Um, uh, we have uh, quite a few things to go over. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of very exciting rumors, very exciting confirmations. Um, you know, even throughout this crisis, news is dropping day to day. Some good news, some not so good news, but we'll be sure to cover all that, all that stuff on the show. Uh, thank you so much for listening and, um, you know, follow us on all of our social medias and, um, yeah, just, uh, peace out and we'll talk to you guys next week. Everything you will do, and everything you will do, and everything you will do, just make the force be with you.